The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hoop ballers, welcome back. To another episode and another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington, at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. This is a hoop-ball.com presentation. It's Friday. I'll be joined by my main man, Blake. It's going to be a fun, breezy baseball day. Of all proportions. Like I said, we're presented by, well, not presented. We we are hoop-ball.com. Make sure to go over there, check out the website, get some awesome playoff journals from our man, Aaron Bruski, who, by the way, like this guy might end the year like 62% on the NBA. The top man, top dog himself, founder, president, creator, um, it's absolutely ridiculous. I've never seen a run of any sorts ever. And, uh, if that's not a reason to buy a wager pass alone, um, I don't really have anything else to try to sell you. I mean, if that doesn't do it, then, um, I'm not sure what would Blake, would you sing? Like, would you like, if you were investing in, you know, something, would you do it for a singular purpose, uh, of a high success rate and ROI of just that alone? I mean, yeah. Yeah, why not? Especially going into it, yeah. If you know that going into it. Exactly. It's um, The proof is in, people say pudding, but I like to say pastry. So I, I tend to eat more pastries than pudding. I'm more of a pastry man myself. Yeah. You don't, don't know the last time I had pudding. I do love pudding. <laughs> uh, what's it, banana pudding with vanilla wafers? I, I, I oh, yeah. love that. Or Oreo. Anything Oreo you can sign me up for. So, like I said, we're going to talk about baseball. We will get out of the pastry and pudding talk, I promise. <laughs> um, we do have to make sure to talk about two other entities that make this show uh, superb and p- possible. And that's manscaped.com. The lawnmower 4.0 just came out. It's crazy because I think the first lawnmower we talked about on this podcast when we all started this whole thing, it was. I think it might have been the 2.0. I think it just released. So all the way up to the four banger now. And uh, it's just as good as ever. And I've personally got one. Like I said, I got the early unboxing for it. I was able to cut this sick stash into my face with it. (laughs) And uh, you can do the same. They got this new complete care kit that they revitalized. It's uh, a little more geared towards your your derriere and your downstairs. but it is a marvelous product. I, I'm I'm getting myself one. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if Papa Dan's got the hookup for me. But uh, I gotta try all these products out. They're they're gonna get so much of my money, uh, especially with summertime coming up. Y'all gotta clean up and use promo code Hootball20 to do that. You get twenty percent off. You get free shipping. I know. I hate paying for shipping on anything. I can spend two hundred dollars. But if I got to pay $2 for some shipping, I'll, I riot and I protest. So we take care of the shipping for you. 
let them know we sent you and get your lawn mowed. I mowed my lawn yesterday, my actual lawn though, like my, the, with grass, like it, it stopped raining for the first time in a week and some days. So I was able to get out there and mow my yard. That's exciting. It is being a real human being. I know. I know. Um, all right, Blake, we have some things that we were looking at on my bookie who is the other entity, you know, but I think folks know that by now. Well, maybe not the new listeners. I know we get new listeners all the time. So welcome in, become often uh, listeners and uh, become part of this family. Uh, the, uh, my bookie site, you said you were looking through some stuff. You got some awesome uh, free play. I opened my account and they gave me a $10 casino chip. So I'm going to try to win me a couple units with that bad boy. Um, that's just like one of the cool things that they do. Yeah, I got the 25 free spins or whatever on some casino game no one's ever heard of. Yeah. And I got, I spent 10 minutes, press the spin button 25 times and made $5 and 75 cents. Dang. <laughs> Look at that. And that's something that was free. So pretty much got like a free, almost I got a free, bucks. free couple bucks. Yeah. Hey, and who, I mean, everyone's got different bankrolls. So that could be a couple units for some people. So that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um, okay. I'm, I'm kind of distracted right now because I'm looking through some awesome baseball stuff. Um, today's card, we talked about not a ton of value as a better, but if we're looking at this card, you know, there are some things to find, and then there are um, angles that can be had. We just got to get there. And that's what we're here for. I mean, we, we obviously aren't betting on everything today. It seems like I've been betting on everything. Uh, but the fact is we got to be diligent. And um, that did I tell you I just hit my first first five bet in like probably four months? No, what was it? Was it yesterday? It was, uh, a couple days ago, I think it was. But it was the Indians. It was Bieber start. Bieber oh yeah, and, uh, under three and a half or whatever. Yeah, turn not Turnbull. Uh, who was it? It was a lefty on the mound. Boyd. I think oh, yeah, Boyd went Boyd. into the sixth or the seventh. He went six and a third or something. So yeah, I saw that the Indians scored in the first round. I believe it was, and then nobody scored after that. Yeah, and then I think it was the bottom of the sixth. Someone scored, but anyways, yeah. So I kind of harnessed some of your energy on that first five bet. You know, with Shane Bieber, it's just kind of, you know, he's he's been roughed up a little lately, but I found that bounce back spot. And I think there's a couple bounce back spots in today's card. And maybe we uncover some stuff that we do like uh, throughout this rough card. We do have a game that's going to be overlayered. Um uh, Blake, quit distracting me with the Discord stuff. I see you posting about games. Um, Cincinnati and Chicago is going to be at 120. And when I say Chicago, the Cubs going to be in the north side of Chicago. Heavy, heavy, heavy weather we're expecting. Yep. Like there's – well, you just posted in Discord two – games two more games that we need to keep on our radar as far as rain uh, yeah and then Dude, there 
This whole country's raining right now. You see this wind 20 miles per hour in. Yeah, blowing in. I'm going to take the over. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's it. Everyone wants to take the under. And of course, that's the natural tendency. Dude, six and a half. It is such a low number. But you think Vegas doesn't know what they're doing. You right. They, you don't think they post that low number on purpose. And we have historical data. Yeah. For like many of years, like decades worth of data. Like this is one of the most tracked sports trends, I would say. You know, in Wrigley Field wind affecting over and unders. So six and a half is such a ridiculously low number. It's actually, you know, over is getting the shade of minus 110 versus the minus 105 to under. Cincinnati plus 160. Alzale is on the mound uh, for the Cubbies. Vladimir Gutierrez is going to be making his debut this season for the Reds. The righty-on-righty matchup. Alzale with his 4.29 ERA, 2-4 record. Uh, Now, I know his peripherals are probably slightly better than what the base stat line would present. He's had a couple really solid starts recently. You know, giving the Cubs some fuel, I think he was the reason they won his last start or the start before that. He just had a really great performance. And, um, I, you know, I'm seeing a good grade on the Cincinnati Reds, and this is where my eye kind of popped at first. And we probably shouldn't spend too much time on this, so I apologize, Blake. But because it starts here in 15-ish, 20 minutes. So the overlay is going to be ridiculous. But yeah, I would say there's a lot of value on the Reds um, if this game even gets played. But I don't think that we anyone should be investing money on it because the chances are that this game gets played in its entirety. Um, highly unlikely to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I had the same thought when I was kind of gandering over everything this morning. I kind of skipped past it. I do like Alzelay a lot, though. I think he's a lot better than the ZRA shows. Yeah. And Gutierrez, who knows? Yeah, I don't have league anything year. on him. No, I, I looked at his minor league stuff. He's been bad most of his career until this year. He's been good. Yeah, yeah. But minor leagues just started a month ago. Right, right. So, Small sample size. It's yes. great. He's getting brought up. That When we're seeing this a lot, a lot of these debuts are happening. There's a huge influx in it. And I, we saw it last year. It was something that I talked about, I remember, last year seeing the influx of debuts and people being called up because of the short rosters, people being in and out, whatever. Like this is just kind of a continuation of that, I think. And um, I'm enjoying it because we're getting more things to keep an eye out on. We're also getting more, you know, wild card variables. Um, But yeah, I think this is a game that is easily a game that, you know, you could stay away from. I think tonight you got to start and see like what's going to be soggy, you know, what's getting the most drain. This whole country's going to be soggy. I think uh, Pittsburgh's got some decent weather. Nope. Nope. You're right. In Pittsburgh. Last time I checked. (laughs) About 70% chance of rain. Yep. 61 degrees. At the Washington Nationals, about 80% chance of rain. Cleveland's at 30. New York's at 80%. Checking Boston. It's brutal. Possible light rain. Man, White Sox probably rained out. What do we do? We get domes. We 
We play at dome games like Seattle and Arizona. Minnesota is clear. So the Royals. I bet they're not as as much fun for you to handicap anymore, are they? No. I bet you liked it a lot more the first No, I've been betting against them. I took Tampa Bay in the wager pass yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, but it's fun when they're winning. It is, but they aren't winning on the road. I looked at their road stuff. Man, they are so terrible on the road. So listeners, um, in case you haven't noticed yet, today's going to be like, we're going to be chatting a lot today. Like we'll probably be breaking down stuff like in a more obscure way, like talking about different numbers, maybe different stats, splits, um, opinions on teams, maybe some prospects. Like it's just going to be a hodgepodge is what I'm saying. It's a crock pot dinner. And, um, tonight is going to be soggy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All we can say. Okay. So. Let's let's figure out how to navigate this. Let's start with a dome game. Houston is a dome, right? They're indoor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. They got a dome. All right. Cool. Yeah. I was too hot to not have a dome there. Minute Maid definitely, uh, I thought was a dome. So this is an interesting one. Seven ten Central, accordingly to your time zones. I don't. I, I'm terrible at math, so I'm not going to do that for y'all. Uh, Danielson Lamette uh, making his. I think this will be his second start, and he looked good in his return. Framble Valdez. Uh, honestly, the I think this is going to be the shot in the arm that Houston needs, and I love seeing him come back for Dusty Baker's ball club because I am high on Houston. I think they win the World Series this year. I think they get to the World Series, and I think they win their division. So getting this guy back in a key spot against San Diego. Um, San Diego coming off some extra inning performances. They had two in a row against Milwaukee. So I think there's, there could be some gas uh, gassing going on there. And with Houston at home, they're still being favor or I'm sorry, uh, being uh, set as the underdog at plus one Oh five. And I'm looking here. I might do something even crazier and look at the run line of minus one and a half i'm seeing it plus uh 180 and uh plus 175 and uh on my bookie so minus one and a half for houston and i know this is such a blind wild card thing to do but framber um like i said a strong ox lefty and i think his power can match san diego's power um in his return here. And there's a lot of guys to be looking out for as far as uh, designations in their injuries. Uh, Brantley still questionable. Jordan Alvarez questionable. Machado probable. He got upgraded from his tight shoulder injury. And then Nola just hit the IL for San Diego, which he was getting hot and he's got power. So that's a decent downgrade to uh, take into account. And um, I think this will be a really great baseball game in general. This is, um, you know, two of the best, uh, better teams, you know, in the upper echelons of the major leagues, I would say. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You've, you've kind of talked me into the Astros there. That was the point. <laughs> well, yeah. I was feeling very indifferent about it. Yeah. But you talked me in the Astros. They're coming off that two-game series against the Dodgers, but they had yesterday off. Yeah, and they underperformed uh, against the Dodgers. They, they won the second game, didn't they? They, I remember them winning one. Yeah. They won yeah, the second they game won five the, to yeah. two. 
And then that was coming off of a three-game sweep losing effort against the Rangers. Yeah, what the hell was that? Yeah, that was, you know, just kind of a weird blip. And um, a lot of extra innings for the Padres in Milwaukee. They're still on the road. And Milwaukee is a long way from Houston. So I think these guys could be tired. Yeah, I can. I'm kind of talking myself into the over in my head on this one. The over, yeah. Yeah, because I don't think there was so much hype around uh, Danielson Lamed a couple of years ago, but he hasn't. Is this his first? This will be his second or third start. I can't remember. This will be his second. Oh, no, he year. started a bunch earlier in the year. Oh, did he? Four. Yeah, but, oh, he was like an opener. Oh, okay. He started four okay. games, two innings each game. So he's pitched nine total innings. I think they're going to start ramping him up. That's what they, they were trying to save some of his innings. I know is what they put out there in you know San Diego media or whatever. Yeah, but, so he's not like a traditional starter today, is he? Or is he an opener? No, um, I'm not a sure. Question: How what what resource could we get on that? I don't know. I haven't found one to be honest. Um, Even I'm Twitter's not very good at Kings it because when DraftKings puts pitchers into the pool, they'll label which guys are going to be openers. See. Stupid Idaho, I can't. I can use DraftKings, but I don't because I can't do DFS. Yeah, I so I just completely forget that. DraftKings even exists. That is so lame. Stupid. All right, so hold on, bear with me while I. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna. No worries. This. I do like the over in this game though, especially with Tatis playing. He's been mashing lately. He has, and he's been playing horrible defense. Um, and the Astros can have the best of them. Danielson Lamet. It's got him at 7,000, which is like, right, that's starting pitcher salary, and it doesn't have opener. It's got a P with him saying, you know, okay. pitcher. A okay. green P. I He's like that over even more now. Designation is Garrett Cole, Walker Bueller, Ian Anderson. Okay. Well, the more he's out there, the more I like uh, the over. I'm not seeing any openers um, as far as any of these games. So, you know, what's crazy about the Astros is. They're better against lefties than they are righties. They have and so they still many have... good individual hitters against I know. lefties. It's crazy. Jordan yeah. Alvarez and Brantley alone. Yeah, against lefties. And Altuve is bad, like 350 or something well, against lefties. And then you got guys like Miles Straw and then Martin Maldonado, who only produces whenever he's hitting against a lefty. Yeah, they're, they're lower guys. Catcher. So but, those guys in Tucker, like those three, if you notice, every game against lefties, that bottom of the lineup's usually what uh, – you know, where the craziness comes from. Yeah, I agree. They're just good top to bottom. But they're going against Lamette today, who's a righty. Yeah. And they still have three guys that hit over 300 against righties, even though that's their worst half. Right. Or, I mean, their worst side. And then Alvarez is just only getting, you know, more and more, uh, or not Alvarez, I'm sorry, Altuve, more and more back to, you know, Jose Altuve form. <sighs> He was the, the beginning of the season was bad. Yeah, no, he's been real good lately. Last like two weeks. Yeah. What's the Astros? Uh, Astros total runs is only over three and a half or three and a half. Really? Minus one forty though for the over. I'm in love with that run line play. The more I look at it. Yeah, I'm getting there too. Plus one eighty. I might just take the money line though, minus one twenty. But yeah, oh yeah, I'll be there too. Huh. I honestly don't know how I feel about a total play, so you might be talking me in. You know, and then the Padres' bullpen is going to be a little gas. You know, they had to use a lot of arms. Yeah, they've come off two 
two did games they, in a row. It you was said? yesterday that they played, or was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. The Padres played yesterday. I'm not sure if it went to extras. Yeah, that was the one that went into extras because I had two plays on the Padres in the wager pass. <laughs> I had, uh, I had them run line and then them straight up. So, oh, yeah, yesterday they went ten. Yeah, and then the one before that I think was eleven. Ugh, but they do have the best bullpen in baseball, according to ERA. Yeah, but that's what got them the extras those two games. Their bullpen yeah. collapsed. Stanton alone. Stanton was rough, and he's usually one of the best bullpen relievers in the majors. Oh, yeah, he gave up those three runs, didn't he? Yeah, in the s- seventh. Seventh, yeah. See, um, this kind of plays not – I may not put it in the wager pass, but it's definitely a tally set kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Well, shoot. I might need your help to get me that trifecta because I'm going to do it right now as we're speaking. Yeah. All right. I'll lock it in too. Um, Just a middling point here. So I found this awesome college website. It's got FBS and FCS football. It's got college baseball, college softball, women's and men's basketball. And it's got in-depth stuff. It's called Warren, like Warren Sapp, and then Nolan, like Nolan Ryan.com. WarrenNolan.com. Blake and I, or mostly I, but Blake knows what I'm going to be getting into towards the end of the show. But I'm just kind of looking through it right now. And uh, I got to say, I might be in love here. Might be in love. I got goosebumps. Like, it's that kind of thing. Bring up the website right now. It's uh, they got a live scoreboard, and it's uh, it's right up my alley. You think those are named after Warren Sapp and Nolan Ryan? Um, I think it honestly might be the two people that started this thing. That'd be my guess. That's cool. Down at the bottom, they have a corrections link, like where you can send them. You know where they effed up. Oh, we could use one of those. Yeah, we could. I do. You know, I'm very open about <laughs> getting fact checked. You know, I want that to be like, because I want to know if I say something stupid or wrong, you know, because chances are listeners, I'm sorry, but yeah, you could have used it in the discord yesterday. Wasn't that yesterday? Oh yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently the St. Louis Cardinals are playing the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. It's a game game of ages. Yeah. Yeah. No. And and the play missed by a hook. So I had a lot of tough losers yesterday. I noticed you had a lot of pushes. Uh Uh-huh. I had like one or two at least. Yeah, you had two yesterday, I believe it was. Two freaking pushes. Two, I think that lost by like a hook. I mean, the Giants is a plus 165 underdog lost by one run. So that kind of blew. Yeah. But... All right, let's get into more baseball games. Oh, yeah, no, tally site stuff. <clears throat> did you lock yours in? You said you did? Um, I think I did. I went to your website, and I can't remember if I actually did it or not. Hoop ballers. Let's talk about your balls. Yep, your balls in the area around them. Let's talk about manscaped.com. Go there and use promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Use the promo code 
and go check out all the tools they have of trimming the hedges and taking care of your lawn. Like the Lawn Mower 3.0 with a built-in LED light to help you get into those dark thigh crevices on the inner parts. Also, the Gooch. It is hard to get to the Gooch if you can't see it. So use the LED light with the anti-tugless technology on the Razor. Full, long battery life. Then check out the Weed Whacker. Bring that out of the shed. Use it on your shrubs. Cut down what you need down to bare minimum if you need to. It's got a nice anti-tugless technology just like the Lawnmower 3.0. It's also got a lithium battery. And best news of all, these things are waterproof. So that way you can do it in the shower and take care of business in the cleanest way possible. Hoopball20 is the promo code that's going to get you free shipping as well as 20% off. I recommend using it. I recommend getting the complete care kit with your free shipping and your 20% off. Spend a little extra, get a lot more. There's a good care kit there for us gentlemen. Face scrub, shampoo, ball treatment, and the area that surrounds our balls. I believe there's even a pair of underwear in there for our balls. So yeah, that's going to conclude the talk about our balls. Now let's talk about bets. MyBookie.ag is where all the hoop ballers take care of their winnings and where we place all of our wagers that we post in our article in the wager pass as well as our free plays and our Discord chats. Yes, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. Let them know that we sent you. Hell, specifically type in my name. I want them to know. But most importantly, you got to let them know what podcast that is. And it is Today in Sports Betting. You let them know that we sent you. And then we, as a family, get to grow. And then we get to set you up to reap more benefits. And that is what's important to us because we are here to help you win money. And that is why we recommend my bookie. Their slogan is bet, win, get paid. And it's quite simply that easy. Use Bitcoin to get going. That's a high recommendation of VM Center at Vince Miracle, our guy. It's a recommendation of me. It's so easy. Dan Bespris, the podfather, Aaron Bruski, the godfather, they get in there, they get going with Bitcoin, they get their money in and out, and it's easy peasy. Hootball's the promo code. Use that. Let them know that we sent you mybookie.ag. Bet, win, get paid. Now, as a podcast, we have your balls and your bets covered. And without further ado, we have today in sports betting. And now I'm mm-hmm. lost. Yeah, I think I did it. All right. I'm going to get, I got mine in there. Um, all right. Let's briefly jump here. Uh, we'll breeze through just because there's a lot of weather. But let's, I, I want to familiarize, you know, listeners, ourselves, whatever. Uh, Colorado Pittsburgh. I was on Colorado minus one fifteen. Um, it shot up to minus one thirty. It opened at minus one thirty, so it's just up, down, up. Over unders seven and a half. Um, we are expecting rain in this one. John Gray on the mound, four and four record, three point four three ERA. 
Mitch Keller, the reason why I'm so heavy on the Rockies today because Mitch Keller's terrible. He's two and six. And I think he's actually worse at home than he is on the road with his splits. Uh, so PNC, a park where Colorado uh, historically, you know, last few years has had some success in. I think some of their guys are starting to get their uh, act together. And Charlie Blackman, not looking like uh, a south of the Mendoza line hitter uh, any any longer. He's actually back to looking like Charlie Blackman. But um, like I said, we're expecting rain. I think it could push out uh, decently. Uh, so this game I could see getting all the way through. But um, I would want to take over seven and a half just because Mitch Keller's on the mound. But with how bad and inefficient both these offenses have been, um, you know, I think Pirates coming out of that series with the White, or I'm sorry, the Cubs, the uh, unders hit more times than not in that series. I think t- the last two games went under. And the Rockies, we talk about their inefficiencies on the road all the time, Blake. So I'm trying to figure out where I want to settle in on the total. But as far as the side goes, Colorado. I think uh, that's where uh, I like to be. Guess what the rec- the Rockies away record is. I'll give you a hint. They play 23 games. Well, I know they've won less than double digit. So. <laughs> it's crazy. Nine. Uh, a lot Nine lower. Wins. Divide that by three. They're at three and 20 on the road. They've won three road games. According to MLB.com slash standings, they are three and 20 on the road. What about their last few road games? I bet that, watch, I, they're on an uptick right here. I feel like there's no way you can have that low of a winning percentage on the yeah, road. Yeah, look, they, they look. They, uh, they've won one in their last four road games. So, so That is an uptick. 25% is an uptick. Um, you know, they won the first game against the Mets in New York, and then they lost the next three, 3-1, three, 1-0. One, one, Four two. So that's nuts. I don't believe that. <laughs> that's hard to believe. Look, they're getting better on the road. They are getting Still better. Still not scoring runs though. But I mean no. that that Mets pitching staff. You know that's the only bright spot. Stroman is uh, stroking. That's for sure. Uh, Pittsburgh. They've lost five in a row at least. I'm just looking at their last five here. Uh, one and nine in their last ten. Um, they've only won eight home games. So um, maybe some balancing out to do here for Colorado. I agree. I feel like the money line should be more than minus 115 though. So what if we look at like a run line? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I can do run line because they're offense. I just, we can't. Back yeah, that, that implies they have to score at least two runs on the road. Yeah. And I would but, not be shocked if this was a one nothing game. Yeah. Mitch Keller has been awful at home. You're right. He's allowed 21 earned runs. Got an over nine ERA at home. On the road, he's probably like his ERA is less than ten, right? (laughs) On the road, yeah, it was like five or something. Yeah, he's terrible at home. Yeah, I wonder why. How many home runs does he give up at home? Oh, you're making me go back. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were still going. Oh, geez. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I was going to try to call out a dinger shot. You want maybe like Ryan McMahon. 
Um, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Home. He has given. He's only allowed two home runs on at home. Yeah. But 21 earned runs. He just why. gives up a crap ton of. I bet his whip is high, and then he gives up a crap ton of extra base hits. He walks guys, and then it's doubles and doubles and doubles. Yeah, he's walked guys and giving up more hits. He his at bats are probably long. Like he throws yeah. a ton of pitches. I'd be interested to find exactly why he's so bad at home. I doubt he's made it four full innings. And this is just me thinking like off of what I've seen, what I recall from box score, you know, numbers. I doubt he's gone four full innings in a start at home this year. He's gone five innings twice, but for the most part, you are correct. Uh, Those were one-offs or two offs, I guess. Well, five still ain't, I mean, five is, I guess in today's standard and I hate it. I wish our starters were going seven, yeah, no, five is still average. Like if you go five, you're getting champagne when you get back to the clubhouse. <laughs> Freaking like, yeah, I hate it too. It's 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 made the game so soft. Yeah, I, I agree. Like you know why pitching's dominating right now? Because guys aren't going seven innings like they used to. Let guys go seven innings. Like granted, we'll have a lot more injuries, but like they're gonna get roughed up and we're gonna have more runs. Like. Yeah, but there's also not a lot of science behind a lot of that. Yeah, it's just like, fluff. Yeah, we don't know anything about pitching or the arm or what causes injuries. Nobody knows a damn thing. Yeah. I definitely don't. No. I mean, it's crazy. I know Tommy John's surgery sucks. Uh, I'm sure it does. Speaking of injuries and pitchers and arms, you know, kind of a big news, and I already put it in the Discord, but... uh Soroka not coming back for the Braves this year. Yeah, that wasn't actually his arm though. I saw. I thought it. It was his Achilles. It was his Achilles. Yeah, which was the injury that he had last year. Was it the like he pushes off of? Um, I don't I remember. I was watching the game because Ira and I, former hosts, uh, Ira and I, we had a big play on the Braves against the Mets, and he came up to ground a uh, field a ground ball in like the first inning. And uh, he turned towards first. I think it was his right foot. Yeah. So he planted to throw the ball to first and uh, he just kind of collapsed. Huh? So doesn't make them look very athletic. Does it? No, no. But Achilles, man, like Achilles and hamstring. Oh no, I'm sure. So finicky. Like um, injuries just gross me out. Yeah. Ugh. I hate, I hate that stuff for those people. Mm Mm-hmm. Like when Kobe did his and he hit those free throws. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Takes a lot of strength to do that. Um, so anyways, yeah, Colorado, Pittsburgh, don't expect a lot of runs. Miami, Boston, I'm going to be brief here. I've got one play on it because I've got to pick the Boston stuff, you know, Boston, Kansas City. Uh, Boston, Minus one and a half on the run line. I've been getting into these run line bets a lot more lately. Been finding some success with it. I, the plus money is always enticing. So if I definitely find a spot that I think I like, it's easy to back it a little more because the value is a little bit more uh, immense in my opinion. So Boston minus one and a half at plus 120. Perez on the mound. He's 
up and down. He's a lefty. Miami does not hit lefties well. And then they're also down Brian Anderson. They've had to bring up Isan Diaz up, who is purely a stopgap defensive player. He doesn't really hit the ball. Um, they're down another uh, player that I can't recall of at the moment. Miami just does not score a ton of runs. Poteet, he's got a low ERA right now, but not a ton of uh, innings thrown for the season. He's a righty. Boston is at home. Again, weather, so keep that in mind. If you want to place bets on these games, you know, like it just depends on what the sports book's going to do. If they give you your money back, if they roll it over to the next, I, I don't know. Like everyone's situation is a little different. But the weather in this one, the East Coast is getting hammered, so do with that what you will. But I like Boston uh, purely in this matchup to cover uh, by two runs. Yep, I couldn't agree more. The Red Sox just mashed righties, and I don't know who this boutique guy is. Yeah. He's got good numbers, but that means nothing. Yeah. The numbers are there until they just get thrown back in your face when you try to use them. The Red Sox crush righties, Bogarts and J.D. Martinez alone. Devers, Verdugo. They're they're getting so much production. Uh, just getting Christian Vazquez back also. Um, I think they've got another guy, Hernandez. I uh, can't remember his first. Uh, but, I mean, they're just – they're like 10 hitters deep right now. Hunter Renfro, you know, he's been hitting again. He does well against righties typically. Um, so – a lot of forgotten names, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Red Sox in this one a lot. Um, Milwaukee and Washington. Brett Anderson, John Lester, two lefties. Uh, both of these teams prefer to hit lefties, I would say. Um, their power matches up. Willie Adamez is a good uh, lefty hitter. Uh, Urias, a low-key guy for the Brewers that could have some success tonight with his 680 OPS. Jan Gomes, Starlin Castro, uh, Josh Harrison, uh, Ryan Zimmerman, Trey Turner, all hit over 330 against lefties. Trey Turner hits 410 with his 880 OPS, 820 OPS for Josh Harrison, 895 for uh, Zimmerman, I freaking hate the Washington Nationals, but every time I see spots like this, I'm like, I have to bet them. And again, we're getting rain in this ball game again, y'all. I, I was terrible in picking the Brewers' results in the San Diego Padres series. Washington has screwed me over a couple times. You know, I tend to lose bets on them a lot. Uh, I'll pull up my ta- here. I'll pull up my performance. Look, I'm four and eight on money line picks on Washington, 33%. I'm 33% on spread picks, three and six, 36% on over unders. I'm a little bit better on Milwaukee over unders, nine and six, and I'm 60% on those. Uh, I would say over just because the lefties in play, John Lester, he could give up six runs alone. And the Nationals, I again want to go with their team total but i've been burnt too many times and i've sucked at that in the past so i'm gonna leave the team total off the board but i think the overs in play for me yeah that's exactly where i was leaning before we started the show but i don't think this game's gonna take place anyway yeah they're expecting heavy rain in washington and they don't have a dome right. uh, john lester needs to be out of the league he is not good anymore yeah <laughs> 
You know what blows me away is how bad Juan Soto is against lefties. lefties. It's batting what to two eleven. But for his career, I think he's over three hundred. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Um, I bet he's. I mean, he's just got to. Yeah, he's gonna take off eventually. I mean, against everybody. (laughs) Yeah, the guy is just such a pure hitter. Um. Atlanta, New York Mets. I actually got a decent pitching matchup here, but again, it's East Coast. It's the Mets. We're going to have rain in this one too. You know, I would love to see this matchup come to fruition with Anderson and Walker, Tyon Walker. Um, Under would definitely be in play for me just because the Mets pitching staff throughout the uh, Mets batting is terrible. Dominic Smith was another big loss for them. He is probably one of their smartest hitters, and he is uh, not looking to be healthy anytime soon. Then you got Marcelo Zuna out for the Braves. So first looks, you know, I'd expect, you know, I might play a little more safe and harness a little of your energy there, Blake, and go first five under. Um, but, you know, Loose, loose opinion on this game for me. Yeah, I was, I was leaning under as well. It's probably going to be rained out, but it doesn't matter. I was leaning under. Taiwan Walker's been a little bit better than I was expecting. Yeah. He's Ian Anderson. Up to ERE. Yeah. I've been excited about Ian Anderson for a while. I was trying yeah. to trade for him in a dynasty league. Yeah. And the man would not budge, so I never got him. But I liked under this one. Uh, Mets don't score at home. The Braves don't score on the road. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be windy. It's going to be gross. I might just put the under seven in thinking that they stretch this. Yeah. Hopefully they somehow make it. Yeah. And then, you know, there's going to be a lot of usage on people. Like it's just going to be like a weird, inconsistent, can't get in a rhythm kind of game. Yeah. So uh, that, you know, out of the rain games, you know, this, this is one where I'll try to do that, you know, and, it's just the offenses, like you said, uh, they, they don't score at home. They don't score on the road. And, um, yeah, that's how we feel about this one. Can you put the Mets total runs under two and a half is plus 100. Oh my God. So disrespectful. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. You know, it would almost be worth it to buy the runs, buy it down to one run and just take the minus 200 juice. Like, do yeah. You th- do you think they could squeak? To, like, or God. I was saying it wouldn't. It would still not be worth it. Is what I was they'd, saying. They'd have to. They have to score. These are professional hitters. They've dedicated their lives to hitting a baseball, and nobody thinks they can even score two runs. Uh, <laughs> that's Mets bullpen is actually pretty good. Mets bullpen is like towards the top of the. Yeah, it is. Atlanta's pretty middling. Yeah. Badish. Yeah, oddly in under seven here on this one. I agree. Um, Baltimore White Sox. I hate that this one's going to get rained out because rain. Yeah, I was actually excited for a couple different points in this one. You know, I was looking at some White Sox uh, run line. You know, they're one of the better teams in the majors on that aspect. Um, but. Yeah, it's going to get yep. rained out. 
I'm kind of glad it's getting rained out because I was really favoring the Orioles, even though I don't want to. Yeah. But I was I was leaning that way. Live update. Red stockings and the cubbies have zero runs through one and one third innings. Sure do. I like the Sazalay kid. Yeah, I do I too. I picked him up in fantasy just the other day. Yeah. Hey, if uh, if you ever come across a empty spot in the middle of the season, you need someone to take over a team. I'm talking to everybody right. here. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did it like a couple years ago and I got the team from like seventh to third. And that was like my only experience with fantasy baseball. I only reason I didn't get any this year is because I, uh, you know, I like to play in leagues and stuff where I like know the people and stuff. So I, I have high standards. Um, yeah. So, you know, just kind of, I'm still waiting for that exposure pop. Well, to, Miles uh, in our Discord is in my league now. Oh, is he? So it's me and a bunch of family slash friends slash coworkers and him. Heck yeah. Well, maybe next year. Okay. Yeah. Roll me on in there. Let's do it. Um, Yankees, Detroit. I was actually looking forward to this one. Is Detroit expecting rain too? I don't think so. it was like 10% or something. Okay, cool. So we can actually so, talk about this one. Yeah, that might actually work out. Uh, Garrett Cole, Casey Mize. Casey Mize's ERA like a week and a half ago. So two or three starts ago, um, three tops was um, seven. You know, it was around the seven mark. And he, I believe he was 0 and 3. The kid is now 3 and 3 with a uh, sub four ERA at 3.42. Uh, his peripherals were terrible, but now they're starting to come back to earth. Garrett Cole, uh, we know who he is. I think we have a pitcher's duel here. I think this kid's going to show out. We're going to see some Kerry Wood kind of. Uh, gumption and um, I think man like I'm crazy because it's Garrett Cole like I'm I'm not trying to officially say it but like I would not be shocked if Detroit somehow pulled out a home you know uh, blind squirrel finding a nut upset you know uh, against the Yankees Um, it is going to be cold 48 degrees wind is coming in at 17 miles per hour so uh I would even I I am on the under already in this game, uh, under seven. So um, yeah, I, I I'm excited for the arms. Yeah, I was actually leaning under as well, and I was kind of thinking about back in the Tigers plus one and a half is plus one forty. Mm. You don't see a lot of plus one forties on plus one and a half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Aaron Hicks. I I must have missed or forgotten this, but Aaron Hicks is out for the season. Um, Luke Voigt, he's on the 10-day IL. So some gaps in the offensive production. And yeah. the Yankees against righties, they get a, de- a pretty decent downtick. I think Aaron Judge is like the only one who really hits righties well, right? He actually dips below his 300 average to 263. Brett Gardner gets an upgrade. He gets over the Mendoza line to 224 from his 198. And then you got um, Stanton, who he gets, he goes from 282 to 283. Um, Urshela goes 277 to 288. So uh, they got guys under the Mendoza line. One, two, three. Yeah, three to four, depending on what Brett Gardner does. 
So yeah, right-handed hitting or right-handed pitching, uh, the Tigers also struggle with, but got, uh, you know, this Jake Rogers kid, Harold Castro, and then, uh, Akil Badu, if he's in the lineup, you know, that kid's dynamic, young talent, young prospect that I'm starting to really like and keep eyes on Robbie Grossman. If it was a lefty, you know, he'd be hitting, uh, probably two dingers. Uh, but this is a righty, so he's not as skilled against them. And again, it's Garrett Cole and the Tigers we're talking about. The Tigers, I think they're either first or second in strikeouts per game as a team. Like they strike out a crap ton. Their strikeout percentage is high. Garrett Cole's strikeout percentage is high. So under seven, I think, is a safe play. Yeah, that's where I was leaning. Detroit is the second most strikeout team, by the way, per second. game. All right. I know you, some things. You know some stuff behind Tampa Bay. That's surprising. Yeah, I saw that the other day. I was looking through some team stats. I know the the Rangers are in the bottom five. Uh, Arizona? No, no, Arizona's not down that low. I don't know. There's uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is down there. Colorado. Yeah, kind of teams you'd expect. Bad teams. The Royals uh, are starting to get down there. Yeah, they've depressed me. All right, speaking of the Royals, let's talk uh-huh. about some interesting named fellows or interestingly named fellows. I think that'd be the proper grammar. Uh, The Royals on the road, they score like two and a half less runs on the road than what they do at home. They're in Minnesota, a game of which will be safe of weather implementation. Is that? I'm going to stop worrying about my English. No, that's good enough. I say, I think that even if it wasn't proper or real, it sounds cool. Um, <laughs> Kansas City, Minnesota. Kansas City's really falling off. Over set, over under set at uh, nine. You're getting even money on the over nine, and I, at first notion, would really like to roll that way. Chris Bubich, <laughs> I love his name because uh, <laughs> you can take it like a few different ways. Take it however, like, yeah. Boob. It like <laughs> boo bitch like yeah, just so many and living in kansas city when he I bet he's up, heard all of it yeah like i heard some creative ones working in the bars uh there in kansas city uh randy dobnak the the guy that has a mustache like mine um mm-hmm. one in three 5.75 era you remember him signing that weird contract in the middle of the off season. Yeah. I remember he had a good year last year. He signed like, I think it was like an eight year deal for like 10 million or 15 million or something like that. And his pay structure was so weird, but you know, this guy used to be a YouTuber and then he got like an invite to twins camp and he made the team. Dobnak. Yeah. Really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's why his contract is so weird. Like there was a point in time where his YouTube stuff, like he made more money on YouTube than he did as a baseball contract. That's so crazy. Our world is messed up. It is. Yeah. What a back ass yeah. society. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it'd be like that sometimes. Yep. So also I do like the Royals as heavy, heavy underdogs here. I know it's hard to back them on the road. They don't score a ton of runs, but just in this spot, 
Dobnak, you know, he got his money. He hasn't really done much. He hasn't been healthy. He's got a high ERA. His peripherals are pretty bad. He walks a lot of guys. Royals are decent about getting on base with walks. The Royals just leave so many runners on base. I guarantee that their top three, without looking at anything, their top three in runners left on base and in scoring position. I guarantee they're top three in the league on that. Uh, but heavy, heavy underdog here, and I think that they can get it done. The Twins, they just, they're not doing it for me this year. Uh, against lefties, you know, they they do have some guys that crush lefties and Nelly, Nelly Cruz and Josh Donaldson. This Ref Schneider kid, I guess he hits 538 against lefties. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of at-bats. He's not an everyday guy, so his numbers might be inflated. Four hundo is his average. But Garlic, he hits 318 against lefties. So if the Royals can just get some guys across, uh, I you know, they should win this game. Because the the twins are, you know equally as bad as the Royals are. Um, And I think if Merrifield can do something about it, he's had some success against the Twins in the past. So if he gets them going, look for Carlos Santana to maybe help out and then a couple of other guys for the Royals. How did the Twins get this bad? It happened quickly. It's so weird. I remember that hype was all about them over the offseason. It's kind of the um, AL Central in general. A lot of people like the White Sox and the Twins. And we were uh, you and or in our preview article. What we were we were pretty low on the Twins, weren't we? Oh, I mean, I know I was. I can't remember because I knew their aging hitting and aging pitching was going to be a severe issue. Yeah, they were trying to go more on base. They're trying to do less power, more on base kind of uh, money ball thing. And yeah. it's clearly not working. It's not. It is not. Um, who's there? Rocco Baudelli? Is that their manager? Yeah, Rocco Baudelli. Yeah. yeah, this boobish kid has the weirdest stack cast page mm-hmm. I've seen in a while. How many do you have his game started in front of him? Yeah, or two. In front of you? Two, yeah. I was sad, I couldn't remember if it was three or no. I mean, he's he's been good. I just I haven't actually watched him pitch, so everything I'm thinking about him is going off the stack cast page. Mm hmm. It's just weird. He strikes out nobody. He walks nobody. Nobody misses. Like people, if they swing at his pitches, they're going to hit it. But his numbers are great. Like he's pretty bad but dependent, but nothing he throws is getting hit hard. He must have some uh, good movement. Yeah, just good movement movement on his pitches. Must be. Mixes in fly balls and ground balls. It's weird. He's got a weird, yeah, heavy ground ball pitcher for sure. Fifty one point six percent ground balls. Little mini Dallas Keuchel. Yep, little mini Keuchel. God, what a weird stackcast page this is. I have never really looked into his that deeply. Didn't know it was like that. <laughs> his. His weak contact percentage is less than 2%. What? So people are pounding what, it into the What about the, the barreling, though? You got his barrel percentage there? Um, somewhere. Now I'm kind of lost. I've, yeah. I've changed too many things. Rabbit, <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I can get it right. I know exactly where it's at. This is the kind of stuff that y'all were going to get on today's show, y'all. It's just 
Crazy. I've never seen a page like this. Mine's loading. Let's see what his barrel percentage is. Chris Bubich, 4.7%. So 4. people 7? are hitting it hard, but yeah, but they're hitting it in the ground. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. 45.3 topped percentage. Yeah, because barrel, you have to have a launch angle, right? Uh, yes, and exit velocity. Yeah, it's exit velocity and launch angle. So no one's getting that launch angle. They're all hitting it straight into the ground. What's the exit velocity? 87.6. Yeah. That is weird. Weird man. So crazy. And yeah, like expected slugging, expected WOBA. It's all low. Mm-hmm. But he walks nobody. I mean, no, he walks everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah, he walks yeah, a lot of people. walks everybody and strikes, strikes out, out nobody. nobody. Dobnak. I said he walked guys. He doesn't. He's got a 5.7 walk rate. But he also, he's right there at 18.2. With Chris Bubich's 18.3K percentage. I wonder if the twins walk much. Dude, Dobnak has a 518 expected slugging. Eh, eh. 60.6 hard hit rate. Wow. 50? Wait, what? 60.6. What? 60%? Yeah, but only a 6.1 barrel percentage. Weird. So he's got movement too. Control F. I cannot find Minnesota. 50% eh. topped percentage. Yep. People hit his stuff into the ground. Weird. So I guess uh, pick whichever team has a better defensive infield. Mm. Which I don't know because I don't. I would. Uh, the Royals are pretty. So, I mean, they got Hans or Alberto at third that they can play there. They got wit solid second baseman nicky lopez has a lot of range yeah they got they got a fast infield for sure uh then you got carlos santana solid veteran first baseman yeah yeah that's a decent infield and then you know they brought hans or alberto over to sure up their defensive infield mm. and you're saying you like the royals in this one yeah and i might even look at royals team total also to get me a three three bag three piece uh nuggy meal on this game and those have been killing me lately. i gotta stop doing this i know i should too but you know what you miss one you miss them all yeah <laughs> or you just you try to get contrarian with it and you try you just try to do this like really weird stuff and you're just like yeah. well if this happens and then this happens, <laughs> i know yeah i do that all the time and then i look like a genius <laughs> yeah i lost three units on the astros the other day i i did the on same with two the rangers plays. last night yeah, uh, the Astros was it the game that w- when they lost against the Rangers? Um, no, and they lost to the Dodgers. The first Dodgers, game, first game. Yeah. Um, let me look at the team total for. No, I can't do the team total because they're on the road. They do not score runs on the yeah, road. Yeah, they don't score runs on the road. No, I'm not doing it. I, I will put do a, over. I think nine. we put a lot of work into a stay away game. Well, it's not a stay away game for me. Well, not for you. Yeah. And the rest of the rest of uh Oklahoma. <laughs> Kansas City, Minnesota. Give me the over. Kansas City wins. Ooh, the over. That's 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 a bold call. It's even money. Yeah. And if anything, Minnesota scores a crap ton of runs. Um, okay, yeah. I was leaning under on this one, but I don't like any of it. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. 
Uh, yep. Be real brief with Toronto, Cleveland. You said there's heavy rain expected here. Kinjin Ryu and another guy making a debut, Eli Morgan, the righty. Uh, Ryu on the road. I wish I was more familiar with his splits there, so I'm not going to try to blow any steam any up anything. But uh, this is ultimately probably a stay-away game for me. I've been doing pretty decent with Cleveland's unders and such. So if anything, I might look at a first five under because Cleveland's offense is bad. The you know possible light rain, supposed to be drizzling, 22 mile per hour wind. Holy crap, man. <laughs> it's, it's an Oklahoman wind, right? Yeah. 22 miles per hour. We had 17 in another ball game. We got 22 here. Yeah. Yeah, we were getting 60 last night. Our country's going to hell. Oh, uh, dude, it's been there. It's been there. No, I'm yeah, kidding. I'm just talking weather this time. No. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we weren't getting. Uh, yeah, no, it's not a political podcast. Oh, okay. We'd probably have to add another tag or genre piece Ugh. to the podcast on that. I will not be on that that episode. <laughs> That'd be a solo show, guys. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, a Eli Morgan kid, though. I don't know. I've heard his name. Like he was deep on their prospect list coming into this year. I remember thinking about putting him on the preview, but you know they had other guys, uh, yeah. Tristan McKenzie, namely. Yeah. But yeah, uh, oh, he, he pitched at Gonzaga. He pitched at Gonzaga. Huh. Yeah, I like that. He might be the only player active in the MLB that played at. Gonzaga. No, there's one other guy. My little tangent here. My. Uh... My wife's cousin's husband used to pitch for Gonzaga. And there's some other player I forget he pitched with. He always points him out every time he's pitching. Heck yeah. He's a fairly big name too. I just can't think of it. I'm just, yeah. Um, now that you say that, I'm trying to think of who that guy is too. Cause it sounds familiar. No, it's a fairly, it's a fairly medium name in MLB. I just can't think of it. I do like Morgan? Gonzaga. It's a cool place. Yeah, I've never been up there, which is weird because I'm pretty close to it. Man, I miss college basketball. I know. Timmy's coming back. Yeah, I saw that. I hate that kid. <laughs> His antics are so annoying. He's uh, he's pretty good at hooping. No, he's, he's good, but uh, his antics are so annoying. The... I'm trying to decide which way I want to take this. Hmm. I don't like... What about betting on people's debuts? Yeah, same, but it seems like we have so many in a card every day now. Yeah, I mean that's two today, right? I think. Yeah. Um. Actually, I did yesterday on that Alec. Uh. Oh, what was his name? Oh the, yeah, the Rays. Um, or not Rays, the Blue Jays pitcher. <sighs> He was pitching against Domingo, your man. And I had the under in that game and that hit. So uh, just most recently speaking, selfishly on what I've done. Uh, uh-huh. I it, It's kind of like we got to do them now. And I've been doing like I've been stepping into the uh, double headers a little. I've won a couple on double header plays. Um, so it's like starting to become so heavily involved in each card. It's kind of hard to get around some of these. Yeah. I just feel like it's, you have to know their mental states. Sure. Cause every, 
prospect and they come up, they're different. Like which one has more moxie? Yeah, which one is isn't gonna which one isn't nervous, which one's gonna rise to the occasion, which one or Maybe we just look at what's around him, what they've got built, you know, like defensive infield, veterans, guys within that rotation or pitching staff, coaching staff, like mm-hmm. continuity. I think maybe that plays it. Those, all those variables, I think, funnel into a pitcher's debut mindset and all that comfortability. Yeah. And I wonder, Alec Manoa, by the way. Manoa, um, thank you. Yeah, that's driving me crazy. Uh, I knew it was spelled weird. It was A L E K. Like I, I had that visualized. And yeah, I, the first couple times I heard his name, I was thinking as the you know a guy from uh, Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. You know a? Mm-hmm. Did you met? Oh my gosh! Watch these two guys are gonna pitch against each other, Manoa and you know a? Yep. And you're gonna you're gonna stumble <laughs> over it. I got it now though. <laughs> I can say you know a left and right. Yeah, you sure can. Manoa, you know. Uh, you know about Manoa? Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty good pitcher. Um, I was impressed. I actually watched that game, and he was, he was, uh, he outdueled uh, your main. I thought your main was going to maybe pitch the full, you know, shortened game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, both pitchers did well. It kind of played out how I was hoping. Still a losing effort overall in the wager pass plays yesterday, but there were some really bright spots and some close winners, and I think we might get lucky tonight. Um, A's, A's. It's a A. It's a A salt. I don't know. Uh, Anaheim, <laughs> Oakland. I'm gonna. I'm referring to the Angels as Anna. I, I'm gonna be the guy that calls them Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, Shohei, this was supposed to be yesterday and I blame losing a bet on the wager pass on this now concurrent event. Uh, Shohei was supposed to start last night. I was on the over in that game. Shohei Otani starts. I noticed usually, uh, feature a crap ton of offense and, uh, early offense, even though his ERA is low. Um, and then now he's pitching against Sean Manaya. Last night he was k- pitching against Bassett. Manaya's last couple starts, he he's trending towards bottom percentiles. Uh, he's been pretty bad the last couple times out. I still think that the over is in play. And I made this point in the write up yesterday that um, with Trout out, I think Vegas and the other odds makers are just being super timid and they're setting very low numbers and they're forgetting about some of these other guys. I mean, Upton's having a great year. Walsh, don't forget about him. Rendon's starting to slash and slug. So I think we have a good spot at some di- uh, diluted numbers to uh, take the over on. And like I said, I I have no doubt that last night over the hit would have hit with Otani pitching. Um, so today with, uh, trending down Manaya, I feel even better about it. So over seven and a half for me. Yeah. I love the pieces of the angels, but they just haven't been good. I don't know why. Yeah. Like even, I mean, he's trying down the lineup, David Fletcher, even, you know, I don't think you mentioned he, he's an on-base machine. Yes. I love this offense and they have decent pitching. They're not bad. Yeah, their bullpen needs some shoring up. Yeah, it's so no, I don't know why they're so bad. It's frustrating. I want. I actually kind of like the Angels. I've, I've always been a low key fan of the Angels. I've always wanted them to do good, and yeah. they just refuse to. 
this Ligaris kid for them also. He's hitting 389 against lefties. So, um, and then they also got that Goslin guy from uh, the Phillies. So they're inserting him into the lineup. It's projecting him to be in the lineup today. So look for him to maybe be a little adrenaline boost. Yeah, Angels do not hit lefties super well. Though. They That's don't. Only fair. Walsh gets a uh, down tick. But, you know, they're getting a struggling Manaya. And, uh, yeah, o- Otani and uh, Walsh, both over 900 on OB- OPS. So if they can just be business as normal, as usual, in that regard, maybe some other guys can step up. So. You have a thought here for you. Manai's last game was against the Angels five days ago. Who was it? He went five that. innings, one earned run. Damn. In most sports, I would you know play the opposite, you know the the revenge angle, bounce back. But baseball, I think, is just different in that manner. Yeah, like so when what, you have a lock in, you have a lock in. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you hmm. think about that kind of angle? That is an interesting angle, and it's something that I think gives me a little discomfort whenever I am handicapping games. And yes. now that I've learned about that in this specific matchup, it makes me feel a little more uneasy. You know. Uh, and it's the thing that I will probably ignore and still place the bet. And if <laughs> okay. the bet loses, blame it. <laughs> okay, I like that. Uh, but yeah, that's and that's a really interesting thing to think about, uh, considering the psychology of us as people and like as how we sports bet or change our yeah. you know things and whatever you know. Uh, I just don't think it's as apparent in baseball. Yeah. Just because it takes nine guys that have that mentality to to win or whatever. Right, right. Um, to me, it's still a super low number for a team with a bullpen like the Angels. So hard for me to root for uh, less offense in this one. And the A's at home, um, the overs are just – flying out so yeah, I know last night was really either. bad but you know what was that sorry they don't even have a good bullpen either they don't uh uh-uh. and they allow a lot of runs at home yeah you talked me into this over here seven and a half is low and it's, it's the Mike Trout effect yeah so I'm going to be brief on St. Louis and Arizona it went from St. Louis being minus 110 to plus 115 I think we had a pitching change here. Oviedo, the righty with a 5.75 ERA, is now pitching for the Cardinals. I believe it was someone else earlier, if I remember right. But we got Mad Bum, uh, four and four with his 4.53 ERA. His peripherals have come down. He's actually putting together some performances that look more like his old his old self. And um, this is a really weird game that I probably will have nothing at all to uh, play on even though it is not going to be affected by weather and it's a dome. Um, that weird line flip was kind of off-putting. Um, the card- Why are the Cardinals the underdog against? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, never mind. Nope, 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 never mind. <laughs> why, why are the Cardinals the underdog against the Diamond? I don't know. They're not even very good on the road. It's got to be because... Oviedo's not super good. 
I mean, he's not. And Bumgarner, I think, has turned it around a little bit. He's kind of shoved in all of our faces. Yes. I mean, Oviedo, he's had, what, four starts this year? And he's given up no less than three earned runs each game. Three, three, four, three. The Cardinals on the road, 12 and 12. But the Diamondbacks is a home team. They're only 9 and 12. So they're 0 and 10 in their last 10. Arizona's lost 10 in a row. When did that happen? It happened quick. They've lost at least 10 in a row. Man. I think. It's funny how fast baseball changes. It, yeah. It, it, it is super fast. I mean, like, the cards is an underdog. Are you serious? Like, ugh. I, I had them winning last night. I mean, they're a little more of a favorite, but it was, I mean, it was minus 125, so it was like a quarter, quarter juice. But they shifted from the favorite to an underdog for a reason. And you're trying to figure out what that reason is? Yeah, and it's bothering me so much. Like, I'm not seeing any guys, major guys ruled out. I mean, neither of these teams really have major guys except for uh, Cardinals third baseman, Arenado. Yeah, but they have important guys. They do have important, like David Peralta and Edwin Escobar for the Diamondbacks. That makes a big difference. Tommy Edmond and Tyler O'Neill. You know, if those guys are in versus out. Yeah, I don't know. This is bugging me. Versus lefties, Yachty hits 444. Arenado hits 364. Carlson, uh, Daniel Carson, Carlson, wow, uh, 344. And I'm seeing lots of 8 and 9 and 700 OPSs throughout this whole Cardinals lineup. I'm going to have to play the cards as an underdog. Yeah, I like that. Um Bumgarner's been better at home. Nothing exciting though. Three seven eighty area at home. Four mm. something on the road. Just don't be terrible, Johan Aviedo. Yeah, just, just don't be terrible. Just don't be horrible. <laughs> like just come on, man. We can do this. We we believe in you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I not I don't know what. That is weird. It's freaking me out a little bit. I understand. But I'm still playing it. Cardinals plus 115. It's I like so it. Odd. And then I would maybe even look at under nine and a half. Yes. Because, that's where uh, I was leaning as well. Yeah. Inefficient offenses. So. Probably I'm with you there on the Cardinals. Do like a little. I might mess around and do a same game parlay on that. Just have a little extra fun. Like just to just to see. Like, I like that. Three to five dollars. Like whatever like adjust that accordingly. If you want to be the guy that spends a hundred dollars on it, go for it. But you know, like Yeah, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me, not so much. No, I'm, me neither. I'm too I'm too high volume, like I am. I can't be throwing that kind of stuff out. Yeah, I'm too high volume and too poor. <laughs> We'll call it for what it is. 
Um, I'm just looking at the Savant page for this matchup real quick. I want to see if there's anything that sticks out. Um, some really nice exit velocities for the cards. They got one, two, three, four, five, five batters over 90. Um, Yachty at 89.9. Dylan Carlson, I was wrong on his name twice. Dylan Carlson, uh, 89.2. And uh, hard hit percentages, they got some successful guys as well. Not a lot of blue which is good expected batting average. You know, the top six guys are in the red for them. So that's good. Barrel percentage. They got a lot of guys barreling the ball up right now. I just, I'm trying to figure out why they are so dogged right now. You know what it is happens in the NBA. The ref or the ma puts a lot of money on one side, yeah. line changes, and they put a crap load of money on the other side. Yeah, it's the baseball mob. Now, yeah, now we have the baseball mob. Well, I don't know which mob of the side or side of the mob that I'm in or on, but uh, I'm going to take advantage of that swing. And um, maybe it's a narrative. Maybe people are like, there's no way the Arizona Diamondbacks or the Arizona Cardinals uh, <laughs> the Arizona Diamondbacks lose 11 in a row with Madison Bumgarner on the mound. There's no way. No, I, I watched the Mariners lose 20 whatever in a row a couple of years ago when Felix was at his prime. So believe me, it can happen. It can happen. Um, yeah, so Cardinals, underdog. Took a long time for me to say that. Speaking of the Mariners, you want to talk about this Texas-Seattle game? Yeah, Texas I kind of like it. Chapped my cheeks last night, both of them. I went 0 for 3 in the Texas picks last night. So uh, let's hear your opinion and you you try to coerce you me know, through this. I wish I had talked to you about yesterday's game because I, I was actually on the Mariner side. I didn't post it. I almost did on a wager pass, but I just kind of stayed away from it. You could have saved me some hardships. I could have because then this morning I was doing some business and I was listening to your podcast from yesterday and I heard you talking about the Rangers. And I was shaking my head at you. <laughs> well, um, initially I wanted to back the Mariners, but Justice Sheffield has, hasn't been as good as I thought he was. I thought he was turning it around, but he just hasn't. So I was kind of, it's turned into a stay away game today has been. Well, you look at both these high ERAs, the yep. Rangers do have a lot more success against lefties. You know, they got guys like Chesler Cuthbert. And David Dahl, Joey Gallo, you know, he seems to only come out of his shell to hit lefties. And uh, eight and a half, I'm looking at this total. But, you know, y'all still have a decent bullpen. And Texas, I've had issues with uh, getting their uh, totals correct um, this season, if I am uh, not mistaken. Let me pull up some performance notes here. Uh, 46%, 11 and 13. I'm 8, 10. I got four pushes against myself. Freaking picking Mariners. Too many pushes games. in baseball. Too many pushes in baseball. 8, 10, and 4 on Mariners totals. Wow. <laughs> you know, I was actually looking at the props for it because Nick Solak 
He's lefties very he wax. well. Solak wax lefties. There you go. So whack. And against Justice Sheffield, he's five for nine in their Ooh. past. But there isn't a total basis prop bet for him. Lineups aren't locked, so that yeah. So, so we kind can of look uh, at uh, that. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah hits running RBIs. I thought I saw it earlier. Oh yeah, two is only minus one fourteen. Nice. I don't think hits that's runs. quite. An, do you think that's yeah. enough? Minus one fourteen for two. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I don't know if that's hits enough for runs, me. RBIs. If he can, like, if he walks, like, does just Sheffield walk guys? Uh, that's what, um, yes. what's his whip? He's middle. He's middle. If he's got, if he's gonna have control issues, which I think his whip is one five seven. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's. I was hoping it would be at least one and a half. Yeah, and uh, Sheffield, he doesn't strike out anybody, and he's he's pretty middling when it comes to walking. The Rangers need to score runs on the road. They wasted all that good performance against the Astros. Yeah, they put everything they had into that one, didn't they? Yeah, I mean the Rangers actually. Are 14, 10, and 1 on the road to the over. But look at the Mariners' numbers. Holy crap. They are 7 and 14 with two pushes, 14 unders. Hey, don't they suck? They just didn't don't. I try telling you at the beginning of the season they suck? Yeah, I mean, you did. <laughs> yeah, but the good the- thing about the Nick Solak prop is he doesn't walk a lot and he doesn't strike out a lot. So he gives you a fighting chance. Yeah. Nothing worse than taking a prop bet and the guy just walks. Yeah. I think, uh, like, depending on numbers, and we'll see him start coming out more as stuff locks, but, like, uh, doing, like, at least some at least bets on some of these Ranger hitters could be uh, something that I would be looking at. Yeah. So I think we have some different stuff that we could look at in this. I would initially look at the over just because Lyles has been pretty terrible. Yeah, but that implies the Mariners can score more than three or four runs. Yeah, which it's a hard sell. It is. It is. But I think you'd be a little more at ease if you look at Jordan Lyles' stuff. Yeah, you would think, but I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, the Mariners scored five runs last night. The last time they scored five, scroll, 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 was May 15th. Hmm. So two weeks ago was the last time they scored five before yesterday. That is a long time. Well, nothing official. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait for Nick Solak to come out. Texas burnt my heart last night, but you know, got to keep running into that wall until something else happens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, San Francisco, Los Angeles, the Dodgers. Um, I'm not really feeling this game. I'm not. I'm gonna be a little meh. Like it's it's Desclafani, it's Walker Bueller, Bueller, and I don't know. Um, Desclafani's been good. He's been a little rough as of late on the road. I don't know how much I believe in him, um, even though it's in the same state. Uh, a lot of pieces missing for the Dodgers, in and out. Uh, Giants, Brandon Belt just hit the shelf. So the Giants are a huge underdog. Minus 210 favorite for the Dodgers. That's very disrespectful considering the Giants have 30 wins on the year. Yeah, They've had a pretty easy schedule, I mean, I will say, but like they've won the games they should have. 
but this is a huge underdog and they only lost by a run last night. Yeah, I think the Giants are coming down to earth a little bit. That is way too much. Plus 175. If you want to put a half unit on that, I would totally. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't blame you at all. I don't think it's going to hit. I think the Dodgers are finally starting to get their, their yeah. ass back in order. Yeah. I think the Giants are going to kind of start to squander a little bit. And the Giants have a hard time scoring runs. Um, Bueller, I think, has had some really good success against them so far this season. I don't remember right off the top of my head his stats against them or start starts or whatever. But yeah, the, this Giants offense in the past against Bueller, not just this year, they have a 252 Woba. Yeah, yeah, which is very low. He's a good in division pitcher. Um, so really not looking forward that that's a, I mean that starts at 9:10 tonight so we'll have some baseball viewing leisure yeah. pleasure but like you know other than that I'm not looking to uh you know wouldn't be shocked if it was a 1-0 game a 2-4 game a 4-3 game a 8-9 game like or somehow a blowout if one team generates something i it's just so many there's so many different probable outcomes that i could see coming from this that it makes me feel too uncomfortable to place a bet on uh last night on tally site i hit the giants uh spread play um run line so right now it's plus one and a half minus two and a half that could maybe be in play but again, it's not something that I'm running to go place a wager on. Yeah, I don't feel, especially the rival. I don't like playing these rivalry games because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like they they don't go to the numbers as much as they should, yeah. and they're more. There's a lot more, uh, whatever that word is, fluctuation. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, not feeling that game. And uh, another little live update on the red stockings and the Cubbies. Top of the fourth, one out, one on, zero zero score. Yep, that unders looking pretty. Uh, Cincinnati unders when they're on the road. I've learned that that's probably the the route to take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've been bad. Your boys up to... though. What's up? Your boys up, Jesse Winker. Oh, hey. We don't want a winker dinker right here, though. I don't care. I didn't put anything on it. Yeah, I just got my heart on it. That wind's blowing good, though. It is. No winker dinkers today. No, probably not. Um, I'm going to glaze over this college baseball stuff because I've mentioned it twice throughout the week on the shows that I was going to do some light brushing. And then, you know, I waited till Friday to do it see how these conference tournaments played out, see how everything panned out. And just want to talk about some final results from today so far. Um, Not sure how many of you guys are really into the college baseball stuff, but the regionals and the super regionals, Blake and I was talking offline. Very, very exciting. I mean, I'm looking, I'm scrolling through a scoreboard right now and there's, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at like a hundred plus games. I mean, there are so many games. So, Starting off, might as well, you know, with a big, big conference, right? You know, Tennessee, Alabama, number four Tennessee in the country. Uh, top of the SEC, they routed Bama 11-0. They had to call it at seven innings. This is the SEC tournament. Obviously, 
they're getting everything squared up and settled in for the postseason. And Tennessee looking to be very dominant. Arkansas also a very dominant team within the SEC. Those two will probably be duking it out at the end of the tournament. Then we got some Ohio Valley Conference to talk about because that's what I'm into. Uh, I love my OVC, as you know, in the college hoops. Moorhead State, Murray State, this would be a phenomenal Phenomenal basketball matchup, and it was a great baseball matchup. Went to 13 innings, 8-7, Murray State won. And Murray State, uh, 31-23 and 23 on the year, 18-12 and 12 in the OVC. They are looking to punch a ticket into a regional. Whatever OVC teams get into this college baseball tournament, I think that they could definitely, definitely get a win within uh, group play. So... Looking forward to that. Dallas Baptist is always a team to look out for. You know, they're always a smaller school that always wins 30 to 40 games. They're going to be, you know, a host site probably as far as a regional goes. They're the Missouri Valley Conference favorite, and um, they're just very, very hard to beat. They've always had very dominant pitching. Uh, Last eight years, it's just – Really solid defense and really solid pitching uh, from what I've seen out of this Dallas Baptist team, and they're exciting. Look for them once some regionals get set. And then some Big 12, TCU and Texas Tech, and this is getting played here at the Chickasha Bricktown Ballpark here in OKC. And the Big 12 uh, was able to get Texas Tech and TCU in bright and early this morning because the tornado-like weather from last night screwed stuff up. And uh, TCU won 7-2. Texas Tech actually uh, probably a little bit more of a better team, uh, more well-rounded pitching. But we've seen TCU have some really great success over the last three years within these uh, postseason runs. Super Regionals, uh, Big 12, they've not really been able to break through in the last couple years. So, And then lastly, on the final results currently, I just want to throw out a big old shout out to Liberty because they've been doing it in football, they've been doing it in basketball, and Liberty is doing it in baseball. I'm telling you that athletic director hire was phenomenal, and the Liberty Flames won 6-0 today, and they uh, are looking to go through that Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament with ease, get into a regional, and make some noise. I'm going to be looking out for Liberty also. They're very, very fun to watch. And hey, Blake, we were talking about Gonzaga baseball earlier. They're number 18 in the country today. They play San Diego at 9 p.m. tonight. Yeah, they've been good at baseball for a while. A long time. Like a very consistent, you know, just nice program. They they went 20 and 5 in the West Coast Conference this year. San Diego got 30 wins, though. San Diego is a pretty decent baseball club. Yeah, it makes, it makes you wonder if Gonzaga had a football team, how they would fare. You know, that would be really cool to see. It was like when Villanova had one. or Yeah. I think they might have dropped their football, but they, they were always Division Two or, F, you know, FCS. or. But, yeah, no, I, a cool Gonzaga Bulldog football helmet, I think that would look really, really good. That, that would tell. Like, I think they could have some sick uniforms. Yeah. Like just that subtle red, white, and blue. It's mm-hmm. kind of like what Liberty's got going on. So, I am stoked for collegiate sports uh, of all like likeliness and um, talked about the bill that's on the floor yesterday on a solo show. But yeah, breaking news on that is 
we got uh, phenomenal, phenomenal news for the college athletes that, you know, they can start being a part of unions and they can start making money while being technical employees of the universities. Yeah, that's about time. I I'm curious to see what happens as far as gambling, like just the transfers. I mean, it's going to be, it's a miniature NBA now for college basketball. Um, So it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, it's definitely going to change the dynamics. I wonder if the basketball players, the kids are skipping colleges, go overseas for a year. I wonder if that's what finally pushed them over. I, and that was the that was the notion of those folks doing that. You know, that was the nudge that they were trying to create, um, which makes total sense. I mean, it like you said, it's just it's it's about time. Um, yep, it so. is. I want to talk. I'll throw a couple of these live games that are going on right now, just within college baseball, that are going to have you know effects on some of these conference tournaments. Um, looks like Kansas state might be knocking Texas tech out of the big 12 tournament, Kansas state unranked currently looking to knock out number five, Texas tech. If they lose it's double elimination, uh, Kansas state up seven to one right now, um, in the bottom of the fourth, but Texas tech's got the bases loaded. So, uh, look for that to, you know, you know, I've, what I've noticed is teams will be down huge in college baseball and these kids are young, you know, so lots of errors, a lot of errors and a lot of, you know, stuff that shouldn't happen in college ball that does happen. Um, so uh, that's what I find enjoyable is like the swings on these games are so big. No one's ever out of it. And, uh, it's just a ton of excitement and, um, yeah, so that's probably the biggest one going on right now. That Texas Tech might be getting knocked out as the number five team. Like they'll still make the postseason and host a regional, obviously, but definitely won't be winning their uh, conference tournament. And then the uh, Mountain West, since you're a Mountain West boy, uh, Fresno State Air Force currently in a game right now, seven three. Uh, Fresno State's up and um, looking to complete a little bit of an upset. Top of the fifth, two one two out runners at second and third looking for some awesome conference representation from all parts. Yeah. Can't Mountain West has actually been okay in baseball. Huh? I know Mountain West is actually okay in baseball. Yeah. They have some, uh, you know, they don't, I'm trying to, I'm looking through, I was looking through some rankings and stuff. Uh, they got some folks that have had some really good success this year. Uh, didn't San Diego State win it all uh, five years ago or something? Um, San Diego State's always the staple there. I can't remember the results of them winning or what. How about this though? San Jose State six and twenty six as a baseball team. Ugh, that's bad. San Jose Gross. State's bad, and like they're having a lot more new football success, but their basketball and their baseball programs, eek. Very yeah. not good. So, well, folks, we gave y'all lots of tangents, talked about college baseball. Um, not a lot of normal stuff today. You know, we just kind of went with it with all the rain in the MLB card. And uh, 
we do have some really good plays to look forward to. I, I would definitely say so. We got a weekend moving uh, forward, and we got a chance to have a good day, make some money, and learn. You know, we, we get a chance to get more data here. So that's what it's all about. Blake, did you want to throw some nice little uh, self-promo out there or uh, anything else? Um, no, I'm on the free play today for day oh, yeah, three. Yeah, going for three. I'm excited to get to join that threesome party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, yeah. Start it's, a new one because that was a while ago. I know. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. Um, um, the free play, you can find it. Blake will be tweeting it out, obviously, at Blake LaWatch and then through our at Hootball Gaming page. Do you know where you're leaning on that today? I had a couple. I kind of forget them at the moment. Um, I was initially thinking the Mariners. I talked myself out of that. I was thinking the Orioles. I think that's going to get rained out. out. Yeah. So stay tuned, y'all. Y'all got to make sure to check us out. What was that game you talked me into earlier? Oh, the Astros. Astros. Is that it? Yeah. I think you might roll with that. Might might roll with Astros. The run line? Or was, uh, is that what the... Wasn't the money line like minus 110 or something? One. Was it 125? See, we're already forgetting, aren't we? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll tweet it out. Yeah. So make sure to check us out there. That's where you're going to get that information. And uh, yeah, lots more. So he's Blake. I'm Devin at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. And uh, make sure you go to hoop-ball.com. Get a wager pass. $9.99 a month. $0.33 cents or less a day, which is less than a latte. Um and a lot of other stuff, actually. So make sure to get some value, get some conviction. It's what we do here. Make sure to have a great weekend. Be safe, be kind, and uh, sending you all of my positive vibes, all of my positive energies. And uh, today in sports betting is out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.